Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Holy shit, we finally came to the end of this Halloween nightmare. I mean, retrospective of their entire album. Tonight, we're going to talk about the new one. And holy shit, Timo Tolki's in the house. Review and yes, we have Timo Tolki here, the Ooh. ultimate power metal uh, wizard. I, I don't know what to call you. Uh, and it's C- human being. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Celio, you are back. I invited you back for this monumentous uh, final Halloween show. Oh, it's very final. Yes, we will never you do can. Halloween ever again. You're damn right I won't. <laughs> Wayne, you destroyed Power Metal for, me for the rest of the year. Is it yeah, that bad? No, the yeah. album wasn't bad. We went through every single album. Oh, okay. For like the last... Too much of one thing over a three-week period. I'm, uh, I can't take it. I don't know kill you. At least, at least when Greg recommended Coroner, it was fine. They only had five albums and a demo. Right. Hi, I got the, the last release from Halloween. Oh, you got the uh, little oh my gosh, giving rights. Yeah. But before Halloween, self-titled. How yeah. many records they have actually? We went through how many? Seventeen. Sixteen. This is yes. the eighteenth release oh. that we'll be covering, but it's the sixteenth full-length original album. Wonderful. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot. Um, Celio, did you get the actual the new album? Yeah, I just ordered it, but I'm still waiting to come. You're still waiting for yours, too. All right. So am I. I'm waiting for mine. It's on its way from Japan and Germany. And the U.S. is shipping theirs out late. I don't know why. Which sucks, because I want the actual thing. Uh, what about you, Greg? Is your CD coming or your, your record? Uh, yeah, I ordered the vinyl Just record. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. I was only kidding. Yeah. Idiots. No, I didn't get it yet, but honestly... Who's speaking? Right. I am. Okay, so mouth is, oh, yeah. mouth it's, is it's Celio. Celio, you gotta mute the mic. Celio, you gotta <laughs> raise the mic or mute the mic. You're not. I'm sorry. Okay, okay just a moment. Ignore it, please. This is a okay. Halloween. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Okay. No problem. But, um, I was gonna say I'm a little worried because I I ordered it from Amazon again, but I'm going through a thing with them right now where my uh, reissue of Voivod's The Outer Limits has never showed up. So oh. I think they oversold that and they didn't have enough. And I hope they didn't do the same thing with Halloween. Yeah, I hear a lot of people are having problems getting the new Halloween in the U.S. at least. A lot of people overseas and everywhere else is getting it. But uh... I think that's a typical Skype problem because he's like frozen. I mean, his voice is okay, but head is like. It might be you because he's fine for me. Oh really? no, he is freezing. Yeah. No, he's I'm, I'm, I have a really, yeah. really fast 
perfect Finnish Wi-Fi here. So <laughs> I, I don't really move all that much. Well, yeah, you, he, do, he, you move really slowly, but your voice is okay. Okay. He he doesn't have very good uh, cable out in um, in uh, Minnesota. Cable. Yeah. Yes, Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. Oh, I live with like three other people. You, in like, Mexico, I, they actually I, I... have a cable. They they put the cable. <laughs> I've seen it. You know, they put the cable to the tree and then to the house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a cable. If I ever seen one, <laughs> and they sit there and hold it in there while you're using it, and then when you're done, they take it out and bring no, it. No, they in. actually put it to the modem, but it is a real cable. <laughs> Quick, yeah, Junior, put the fork in the outlet. Let's see if the internet worked that way. He's dead. <laughs> but uh, I just wanted to say, uh, sadly, um, you know, I started this show in 2018. Me and Greg started this show with some other people, but uh, me and Greg are the, the original members of this show. And uh, the whole reason why I wanted to start this podcast was to get to uh, the new Halloween album, you know, because the, the last one, My God Given Right, was already released, released. And then seeing that, you know, they might be getting back together. I wanted to do this podcast to get to this point for this new album, and when this new album was released, I wanted to uh, review it, and then uh, it's going to be the end of Rat Sound Review. Really? Yeah. End. You yurtle yeah. the turtle look-alike motherfucker. You are such a liar. <laughs> I just want to get you reaction. No, I'm not. I'm not ending the show, but I, that would be something I would do, though. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you guys look kind of cool because your want, faces are like, whatever. you know... <laughs> All right, Greg and I will continue. <laughs> you look really weird because you're like two half of the faces next to each other in my in my yeah, screen. Well, you're on your phone. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm on I my understand, phone. I understand That's what smart. you're describing now. I was yeah. confused, if, but yeah, it does that for me too. It, it's, it's like it's really weird looking, <laughs> especially when like. You're talking right now, and the way I'm seeing it is you and Wayne. Maybe you can go a little like that, higher. Like you were just Maybe you can go a little higher, so I can really see the whole face. Um, as, you know, I, no, I not not try. you, you. Oh. Me? No, no, you down, Wayne. Oh, uh, uh, a little more down. down. Yeah, exactly. Sure no, right. <laughs> Sitting like this. <laughs> yeah. Are you so, giving someone a Hummer? You're frozen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that's usually what they do over there in Brazil, right? Oh, come on. You're trying to get his band maybe, there? Maybe he's, <laughs> oh, he's, from, he's from Brazil. Dude, I love Rio. It's great. Looks like Jesus is on the dashboard of the whole country. <laughs> <laughs> not, not presently, though. Maybe he's giving himself a Brazilian wax right now. Celio, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, there's a mental image I didn't need. <laughs> Out of time before that joke was used. Wayne Noon, <laughs> destroyer of pleasant evenings. <laughs> Celio, where'd you go? Oh boy. Well, this is the stuff that we have to deal with with Celio. But anyway, anyway. fortunately. Oh, he crashed. Crash. <laughs> uh, Celio, come, come back. I have naked pictures of Esperanza down. Gomez. Everybody does. <laughs> I'm going to call him back. Who's what was that, Greg? Gomez. I was going to say, fortunately, it came with the digital download, though. So, you know. Okay. Who's, you still who's Gomez? Oh, Esperanza Gomez is a Colombian adult film star team. Oh. A porn star? Yes. Let me check her. What was her name? <laughs> <laughs> you probably Esperanza. saw her down in Mexico not too long ago. She's really? Colombian. Esperanza Gomez. Oh, okay. Back again. All better? Okay. Back again. I'm sorry. Uh, it's my connection. I don't oh, know what Are we going to have a problem? No, it's okay now. Let's solve it. Oh, yeah. Esperanza Gomez anal. Is, it, is that the one? 
Maybe. Sorry, not my fault. Okay. That that ass is too that ass is too big, man. I don't like that. <laughs> That's a you good-looking girl for you. I I'm I'm happily married. I just I was just trying oh, to throw Celia. You off. cannot you cannot watch porn in a marriage now. Is it forbidden? <laughs> no, it's completely approved. <laughs> okay, well you just said I'm married. I thought I, you know your I wife doesn't like porn. I'm married. <laughs> Hey, this starts, this starts very well, this Halloween podcast. Yeah, it does. So Michael Kiske, if you're watching this, please forgive us. <laughs> well, uh, I think anyways. Uh, All right, we're here to talk about the new Halloween album. Let's do it. We, we are here to talk about the new Halloween album, which is entitled Halloween. Uh, I was really looking forward to this album because, like we, talk, like we talked about earlier, like uh, Celio showed his new uh, uh, Pumpkins United uh, vinyl. That the band pretty much got back together with uh, some of the original members, Michael Kiske and Kai Hansen, and uh, well, he wasn't so, original though. Kiske. All right, all right, yeah, okay. Right, well, is it called Halloween the album? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's or original title. Yep, I know, right? They, I don't know where they thought that one up. Yeah, I, I have no idea. Maybe <laughs> Especially when they already have an EP already named Halloween. They, you know, Do let's they? make things. Yeah, let's make things more confusing. Oh. Queens, did the same thing. They their first EP was Queensrÿche. And then they made a second EP with the new singer, and they called that Queensrÿche too. Okay. Yeah. Well, just a name. I, I I believe the reasons behind both though is to like you know make it make a statement of what they're doing now, and oh, this is the new Halloween United. Same mm. thing with Queensrÿche. Right. Mm. Yeah. Probably pro exactly that. Yeah. But yeah, no, me personally. I would have preferred them, even if they went with the name of one of the songs, like Skyfall's cool. You know? yeah. yeah, they could have really picked anything. There's a lot of cool titles on this album. But are the songs that cool? I don't know, man. I mean, I've been listening to this for like a, a probably like a week and a half. And Celia, you've been listening to this for a long time. You said when we did the last show with you, you've had this for a while. Because you illegally downloaded well, yeah. it. And... <laughs> where do you do that these days, actually? Where do, you, where do you download illegally? Napster? I I don't know, Greg. Uh, someone gave me the. Uh, it's the probably up on I don't know. Tell. Forgive me. Forgive me the link. Does Napster still Napster. exist? Does it exist? No, 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 no. No, Napster's gone. I think uh, right? it's gone. Long time ago. Yeah, like twenty years ago at this point. The fuck it's been knows. a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think mostly like torrents and stuff now, but. Uh... I don't know. I don't know nothing about that. But uh, people have downloaded my album a thousand times already, too. So wherever they're getting it from, I don't know. And it, but it's very annoying. Yeah, that's right. Look at that. ProjectResurrect.bandcamp.com. Um, so, yeah, I've been listening to this for a while. And I like it. I mean, let's see. Uh, Greg, I know you're not the biggest Halloween fan. So what is your opinion on this, this new album? It's okay. Huh? I, I like it, but I feel like it's not as good as it could have been they do a pretty good job with um i'm gonna call it the compromises of combining the two eras together and for the most part it works but there's certain transitions and different things like that where i feel like they could have thought it out a little bit better right. same thing same thing with some of the harmony vocals because like uh with the pumpkins united thing and when they were doing a lot of that stuff live on stage together with the different vocalists I think they made it mesh pretty well, better than some of the choruses do on here. There's a couple of things seem kind of clunky 
and unfinished, I guess right. is what it is. I like it, but I was expecting a little bit more. Um, there's a couple songs in here that almost seem like filler tracks, but mm-hmm. when it's great, it's definitely great. Yeah. Celio. Unmuted. Well, I, I probably is not the best Halloween album ever made. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, power metal cannot do something more creative as before, mm-hmm. but that's that, that's a, it's still a great album for sure. Uh, yeah. Maybe it's a Halloween classic. As I said in another live stream, it's not an album to make a new Halloween fans, but for Halloween fans, and they are being very conservative about it. I'm sure uh, it's gonna sell a lot, and th- uh, this one makes them be become big again yeah. as a great band they are yeah. in history. You think they've been and really cons- conserv- conservative on this album, though? I mean, to me, they seemed like because like the the My God Given Right that was very uh, pretty much stripped back down to like kind of old style. This one's kind of like back to doing their wild and crazy, you know, fast songs and all that stuff again. So it seems not it, it doesn't really seem that conservative to me. Seems like they're kind of like you know, going, starting back from where they you know where they left off with like, um, uh, straight out of hell or even like gaming with the devil. Well, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, as I said, uh, my God-given right is conservative for Darius era, mm. and Halloween self-title is conservative for Halloween entire history. Yeah. And, like eighties and Michael Kiske voice yeah. and Darius voice, uh, I think both are singing a lot. Uh, I, I'm gonna talk about it after. Mm-hmm. Um, is really nice, and uh, no surprise for Kiske. Yeah. Uh, I love it. Cool, cool, Timo. I mm. talked to you yesterday. Yeah, uh, <laughs> well, and, and I you actually. I only heard three songs by that. So. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> but I mean, what I what I listen to now, I think I actually think they really thought about this album. Yeah. I I, I really think so. I think it's uh, yeah. it's, it's really a thought, you know, yeah. what they wanted to do, and 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 uh, I think it's kind of a because they, they had this time of the oath record that right. was huge in Japan. They sold like 100, 150,000 copies, which is gold. Stuff, right. which is almost platinum. Right. And I think that um, they kind of are capitalizing this, what they have, you know, mm-hmm. in a way, which whatever I'm saying here is going to be taken wrong way. So I have to be really careful here. But right. um, I think, for example, Kiske has been always talking about this. He even wrote a book called Art and Materialism, mm-hmm. you know, and for me, there's a little something wrong regarding this guy. Interesting, you know, regarding this guy because this is uh, this is exactly that for me. Mm-hmm. It's a bit like Iron Maiden is doing. It's like a business venture, you know. Mm-hmm. For me, I mean, as I see this, but yeah. I would probably do it the same way. So what the fuck? What do I know? <laughs> you know, it's just regarding Kiske because I know him since 15 years. So I, I know what he thinks. And, and this is kind of, I don't know how much he's in this, actually, at the end of the day. You know? Really? I don't know. I, I, from listening to an interview I heard uh, yesterday, it seems like yeah. he's very, very involved with this. Yeah, he's got, he's got to say, of course. He of course is, he's, right? you, yeah, yeah, of course you think he's got to say that. But I, from the interview, it seems very genuine and 
this is kind of like you know he's he's happy to be back. It seems. Yeah, he's he's probably isn't. He told me that Halloween will always be his mothership. Yeah, that's that's yeah, what course. we used mothership. Right. Yeah. But it was not always so. Right. You know? Yeah, it's yeah. just that the, the the book and his website and all these talk about, a lot about this materialism regarding arts. Right. Just to take this point into this context that that, that um, this is a very well thought record for Halloween fans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I I I. I, <laughs> <laughs> well, I was worried about. <laughs> I think Greg's frozen. <laughs> I was oh worried about Celio. Greg is worse than huh. Celio. <laughs> you have a better connection than Greg. <laughs> you know, this is so typical Skype, man. I mean, I see this all the time. That's why I don't use this shit. He's, he's, Greg always has a terrible connection. Wait, uh, Zoom. Yeah. Zoom. Well, Zoom. Not everybody has Zoom either. Oh, okay. uh, I'll just remove him and call him back. What else? I mean, the songs... Um, I mean, I liked when I heard um, Skype. I like that song. I think it's typical Hansen. You yeah. know, it's... I mean, yeah, this he, guy can this guy can write any time probably this kind of song, you know. I'll right, just yeah. sit down in two minutes and it's bang. Right. Yeah, immediately uh, that song. That yeah, immediately thought of him. This "Out for the Glory," which is an opener, was just surprising me for me because I really think it's a weak song for me. For an opener, yes. Yeah. You know, so I I kind of I was surprised because this Vikas this Vikas song, mm-hmm. sung by Vikas. Right. And 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 the melody when it starts, when Kiske starts singing, I think is this Halloween? I thought it's right. Skylark. <laughs> you know that band? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, the sound is, of course, as a producer, I, the first thing I noticed is that they went to the same sound like Time of the Old, mm-hmm. which some people call analog. Right. And and like you said yesterday, the towel thing you know, right. in yeah, front yeah, of yeah. speakers. I mean, this is not correct because. I mean, as you hear, it's great, but as an analog sound, it's very bright mm-hmm. and warm. So maybe the tape machines are wrongly calibrated something. Yeah, because know. for, I mean, our album episode, that's an analog, 100%. Really? Okay. Yeah, the whole record is analog. Because there was no Pro Tools, it was 95. Right, yeah. So 24-track analog. And that, listen to that and compare that to this, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. But this guy's is a difference. Yeah, exactly. And but this is for sure a very expensive record because if you go oh, for yeah. analog, you know, mm-hmm. there are tape costs. Nobody has analog tape anymore. They have to mm-hmm. buy those tapes from somewhere. I don't know where. And and they use the same studio than Time of the Old that I know. So, you know, what is this guy doing? He's uh, he fell from the sky. Now he's coming back to his. Uh, yeah, he's sky fallen. <laughs> but I I can definitely see that um, they wanted to please their fans, and that that is never wrong. You know, that is never wrong. So. Is he nuts? Is he nuts? I think Wayne's frozen now too. Yeah, Wayne's frozen. Oh God! <laughs> King Diamond left. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Everything well, happening here. Welcome to Skype. This is Bill Gates. I'm monitoring what you guys. <laughs> Great. How soon before my uh, Wi-Fi crash? I blame crash? Bill Gates. I blame Bill Gates too. It's gonna be Bill Gates. <laughs> Damn you, Bill Gates! Even this my is screen a professional is professional podcast in the history of YouTube. It hasn't been this bad ever. This Damn. is terrible. 
Uh, Gregson's even having a problem. So, I'm sorry, everybody. I'm not fixing this. Uh, ah, but we multiplied. But, but, it's but okay. Wayne, you might, you, you might want to have Michael there to, to talk about this. I mean, you can talk to the guy and you can ask about this materialism yeah. because that's an interesting thing what he's going to say. Right. Because he cannot hide the fact that he wrote a book about the subject, actually. The whole book in German, though, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah, no, and, I... I uh, you, I uh I sent him an email, so we'll see what happens. Yes. Get back to me. I think you might have to talk to the manager. I can send you that. Ah, yeah, send me that one too. Yeah. So, yeah, but on on the on on the whole, I would say it's a good record. I think so. What I heard now, yeah. snippets of the songs. I mean, so you know, but I I like this previous one better for sure. When I heard, you know. Yeah, yeah, I I think so too a little bit, but. Uh... Yeah, I'll, I'll get into it later. Um, Lou, yes, sir. I talked to you yesterday. Mm-hmm. Or was it the day before? It might have been yesterday. And you, I was really surprised to hear what you had to say. Well, um, again, I like to preface this by saying, out of everyone here, I am not a long-term fan of Halloween because I was only exposed to them in the mid to late nineties. Uh, back in the day, there was a, uh, radio station, 89.5 SOU, and I heard their cover of Electric Eye, that was on a Judas Priest tribute album, so, and the first Halloween song I ever heard was I Want Out, covered by Hammerfall, and the first Halloween album that I ever heard was Metal Jukebox, which was a fucking covers album. (laughs) So that being said, my perspective is a lot different in that I have only listen to the entire discography in preparation for this very night tonight as we, you know, did an episode covering every album. So from my perspective, I can say that I am now a fan of Halloween legitimately, but I could also say that this has to go on record. It's my number three album from them. I really enjoyed it that much. And I know during the course of the reviews, I was ripping on Kiske, especially <laughs> for Pink Bubbles Go Away and Chameleon. But now, as I told Wayne, I can look back and say, you know what? I legitimately like those albums. I didn't hate them as much as I said. So I take back anything negative I said. I mean, still some clunkers on there, but good albums overall. And I'm really happy that he's back in the band. And I think his voice sounds better than ever. I really enjoy hearing him sing uh, with true. the lineup as it is right now. And for me, it's just great to have Kai Hansen back. Mm-hmm. You know, I was a I was a I was a Gamma Ray fan and a Primal Fear fan before I was a Halloween fan. So to have uh, Kai back in the band for me, it's a really big treat. You know, you could hear his playing, and I definitely agree with Greg when you hear that there's a definite compromise between playing styles of all three players, but I thought it meshed very, very well. From what I read, the uh, record was recorded analog, yes. which is why I think this record sounds so different compared to, well, let's say everything up to maybe Keeper's The Return. Uh, it's probably the most organic sound that I've that, that, that they've re- that probably had since uh, Time of the Oath, which is my favorite Halloween record. Nice. And to have Charlie's production mixed, Charlie. mixed yeah. by Dennis really? Ward. Dennis mixed this? 
Dennis no, mixed. Dennis didn't mix it. He was also a producer. Well, then, he made the album sound better than if Charlie <laughs> had just done it on his own. And they because, sent it to some guy in New York to mix it. That's his best album. Well, you know, he's um, he's Andy's former bandmate right. from Pink Green 69. So I thought having him only added to the the sound and the production of the record. And, you know, for all those reasons and more, once we go into every song, um, it is my number three uh, Halloween album after Time of the Oath and Walls of Jericho. Wow. Very interesting. Mm. I don't I don't think I would I yeah, I don't think I would rank it that high. Although it is very good. It's my opinion, Wayne. <laughs> of course it's your opinion. It's a, it's you know, everybody's got their own opinions on this show. That's why we do this show. But uh for me being the ultimate Halloween fan, he, well, I, I guess I'm gonna tie with Celio. We're both ultimate Halloween fans, right, Celio? Yes, uh a shirt and you call yourself a Halloween. I better suspect to <laughs> talk about Halloween because it's my favorite all time band. For me, is the the first band for me. Uh, sorry, talk. The <laughs> Stratovario <laughs> is besides Halloween for me. And <laughs> Mister, talk to you. And that's an honor to meet you, Timo. That's a, that's a, a finally honor to to meet you. Yeah, I mean, you're a big fan. And I I know, man. I know. Well, you're number and... two. Number two. Halloween. Number two. Okay. <laughs> uh, as I can say, uh, the new album is one of the best in the band history. Yeah. I would put uh, besides Time of the Oath album, I'm more fun from from Darius era than Michael Kiske. Sorry. Yeah. But I also like Keepers, Keepers era and Keeper Legacy. I think the, the sound of the, the mixing of uh, about this album looks like Keeper Legacy. I don't know about the the tuning. Maybe maybe they're back to the sharp. I don't know. You are both guitarists. You can talk more about it. But they 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 are back to the old definition. Uh, it's a bit higher. If you hear, it's just say sorry to, to interrupt. But this says Charlie Bonfire and Dennis Ford production mixing hmm. as well. Hmm. So. Wikipedia says, but I don't know if you know better. No, I don't know. No, I, 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 I actually, I, yeah, it's true. Actually, that I know this. They were, they was mixed in New York, mm-hmm. in Joey DeMaio's studio. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He told me that. <laughs> he said, he said that. Hmm. So it's all mm. true. It's all true. <laughs> we only mix true metal here. Uh, only whims and poses use my studio. I mean, the other way around. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so I've been listening to this album for a while and, uh, you know, anticipating this because this is obviously my favorite band. Everybody knows this by now. And uh, I'm probably over anticipated a little bit because I expected maybe it to be a little bit better than it was. Uh, I mean, it seems a little long as well. I think it's uh, maybe a little too long. Some songs go on a little too long and maybe it's a little too repetitive. It's shorter than any maiden album. Is it really? It's 65 minutes? Yeah. Well, also, I guess what what also makes it long too is they added the bonus tracks on the um, on the uh, stream. I got it on me. Well, the bonus tracks with that it's even more. I think it's one and a half hours. Is it? Oh, I yeah. don't know. But uh, even sixteen with, songs. Okay, but uh, with even the bonus tracks, I think some of the bonus tracks maybe like they always could happen with the Halloween because they always overmake bonus tracks. 
some of them could be have taken out some of the, you know, the songs on the album could have been taken out and, and replaced with the bonus tracks. I think they were a little bit better, especially Golden Times. I think that's a really good song. And maybe it could have like replaced Down in the Dumps or maybe Cyanide or something. And um, a lot of people like I see online, like people saying what their favorite songs are from the album. And a lot of people are picking Robot King. I listened to that song and to me it just sounds like a jumbled mess and it just sounds way too long. I don't get it. That's seven minutes. Yeah, it's just, I don't know, it just goes on and on and on. But for the most part, the songs are pretty good. Like Greg said earlier, some songs seem like they don't transition very well. Uh, and that's definitely Robot King. I don't. I, it just seems like there's just some weird spots in there. Song. Yeah, there seems to be. There seems to be. There seems to be two songs by Kai Hansen. Uh, the Skyfall's one. What's the other one? I don't remember. Orbit. Oh, that's one a, minute. That's one minute song. Yeah, it's it's a intro to uh, Skyfall. That's the only. That's the only song <laughs> from him. Then. Oh, yeah. Bikat. One, two, three. Three songs from Bikat. Four and the Darius. Yeah. Really? Kai wasn't involved with Out for, Out for the Glory at all? No, that's Vika. No, no that's shit. Vika. Wow. Yes. I'm surprised. That song has a real yeah. Kai Hansen feel to me. It's like uh, Walls of Jericho meets Keepers. Yeah. What's even more, more like. I'm sorry. Walls of Jericho like... meets, meets uh, Skylark. <laughs> Means what? I'm sorry. This is like an Italian power metal band called Skylark. Oh, okay. Never yeah. <laughs> they sound the same. Actually, <clears throat> Halloween's I, better. <laughs> I was yeah, shocked. For sure, it's yes. For sure, it's better. I was shocked that Kiske. I mean, he says he was involved in this record. He's not where he's I mean, not. His he, name's not on any of the credits. No, he didn't. No, but I, I think I don't think he wrote many songs ever for, for even Halloween. I think. I mean, well, I I heard a a very uh, rude joke um, <laughs> regarding Kiske. Apparently, uh, Dearest is part of uh, part owner of Halloween. I guess with uh, Michael and Roland. I don't know the accuracy of that statement, but from what I heard, everyone's like, "Oh, Andy's happy because he's got Kiske on the payroll, and he Kiske does whatever he wants." I'm like, I don't really mm-hmm. think that's true. I think they're all genuinely happy to. I mean, l- let's face facts. It's a big financial. You know, yeah, undertaking it, they take it upon it themselves. Is. But I think they're all genuinely happy to be in each other's company, especially well, actually, after the history. Actually, Andy Darius owns Halloween. Andy Darius uh, owns Halloween yes. over Michael and uh, Roland. Kiske, Kiske is not owning Halloween at all, and I don't think even owns them. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah, so, but uh, Michael and Roland are the two original members. No, Grappa is not, not Roland. For uh, sure. Marcus Grosskopf. Yeah. Sorry, did I say Roland? Okay. I meant Marcus. Yeah, well, what uh, I met Grosskopf. You're banned. I, Get out of here. You don't know anything I, about Halloween. Lose Good night. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think it's relevant, actually. But what I know that is, it's, there is this heavily owned in the band and the trademark. Greg, were you going to say something? I was going to say that kind of makes sense to me, which I didn't know. But one thing I did think about this record while. There are compromises in certain songs very clearly represent like uh, more of the Halloween of the past of mm. the Hanson and the uh, Kiss mm. K era very well. This whole album, I feel, overall plays to Darius's strengths more than anyone else, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I'm, I'm, and, I'm, 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 I
Sorry, I don't mean to keep yeah. interrupting. It takes me a while to finish the thought. No, I interrupted you. <laughs> <laughs> You're even. It's all good. But, um, no, and I, I think that's kind of where a couple tracks felt choppy to me. But what you were saying earlier I found very interesting. I didn't know about Kiske's book, but um, where I was saying I felt they could think it out better was more just on how songs transitioned. But I do think they did put an extraordinary amount of time on this to satisfy every Halloween fan. Yeah, I think, I think so it will do that very, very well. Yeah. I think this is because I know their management very well since <clears throat> 20 years. And I know that the original idea to unite this guy came from them, especially regarding Kiska. Mm -hmm. They had to present him a plan. And I, I think there has to be a plan for this. Also for the future, it's really interesting to see what they do after this, you know, especially regarding Kiska, because I think, as I see, he's not involved here in songwriting. And I know the guy's very uh, talented and very, like, he wants to do a lot of things. What will he do after this? You know, well, that's, that's an a, interesting point. That's a really interesting point. The last time I remember that I got excited for a band reuniting with his classic lineup was UFO back in 95. When they brought back the Lights Out lineup, the Lights Out oh. and Obsession, and that tour tanked real quick. <laughs> so any plans for a uh, of a future reunion? Oh, I'm sure it would have been met with bloodshed. So let's hope <laughs> for Halloween that doesn't happen. Yeah, I think. I mean, that's going to be a tour now, obviously next year. Yeah, so it's, it's all set for next year. If Mr. COVID allows, but you know, it's. Uh, I think in March or something, <laughs> and that's going to be a long tour. Yeah. Like a year or so. So then, what's what's after that? I mean, supposedly I, they're going to be working on another album because there's yeah, I mean, as, as, as in this industry, as you know, they operate on contracts, so they, they must have contract with Kiske for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm so sure. whatever number of albums, you know, yeah. number of euros, that's got to be there. Yeah, but whether Kai Hansen stays or not, I don't know because you know, like we all just said, he only wrote that basically one song. Yeah, so, I mean, he didn't really have too much input. He's in and out of some songs. I think there's maybe one or two songs. The, the first song definitely he's on, uh, "Out for Glory," and then the other one. Well, he's more on the bonus tracks. You mean yeah, playing on, on them or and Skyfall? Yeah. You mean playing no, no, he's on them. he's doing some vocals on on some of the songs. Oh, yeah, in this way, okay. But he yeah. composed basically one song. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So I don't know. You, given how he sometimes, you know, he, he, when he joined Unisonic, he was only on the one album, then he left. You know. And I think he was doing some other stuff too. But, well, he was uh, doing his own band, Hanson. Yeah, he was right, doing yeah. that for a while. Yeah, and then that I think like... this this whole thing started already with this Unisonic thing, which is also the management thing of their right. management. This bottom row, it's called. Right. Yeah. In Germany, so that is they had this idea for for Unisonic, and before that, it yeah. was our dear friend Frontiers Records who did a lot of stuff for Kiske by doing this very very cleverly doing this. Uh, Acoustic nice. Halloween song album, you know, that mm -hmm. was actually what brought the guy back, sort of, yeah. in his mind. Well, so I can do this, you know, yeah. and it was very well thought. So then, Unisonic, and then Unis after this, it's clear that there had to be this Halloween thing, you know. Right. Yeah. I mean, it would be stupid not to do it, really. Yeah, it, it just makes so much sense to do it, especially exactly. if everybody gets along with each other, you know, why not do it? Especially now, I mean, like they're yeah. they're not young anymore either, so. Who and knows how German, much longer they, they have? They're German, so you know they have plans for everything. Right. <laughs> I mean, everybody remembers what happened 50 years ago, right? Yeah, we're not talking about that on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? 
No, we're not doing that. I mean, I know this German business system. It's very, it's very strict. Right. The whole thing. I mean, yeah. everything is under contract. There, every little thing is is, is mentioned. Right. You know, that's why I'm saying it as a joke. This German thing, but anyway, it is true uh, that there has to be a plan, a business business plan. Yeah, of course. This, you know. Yeah, no, it's not of course. Was... It's not of course. I mean, it rarely, it rarely happens. Right. Actually, mm-hmm. You know. But, but as far as I'm interested, really interested in what Kiska will do in the future. You know. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, mm-hmm. he, uh, you know, I, I know they're definitely going to stay together. So I think this is it with Halloween. But I'm sure he'll be doing something. You know, something else. And, yeah, exactly. Exact, as if he sees this now, I'm sure he's going to come to a show to defend himself. For this oh, our art yeah. and materialism. <laughs> I kind of I kind of say this, you know, just to get it out because he must think about this. I think he's thinking about this, yeah. you know. Why but not? I mean, I, I think myself is okay. I mean, you have to get paid as a musician. We all, right. you know. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he he deserves, if any, you know, being that poor little voice, top one guy. I mean, everybody knows he's top one. He's one top one. Yeah. So. I mean, I have no problem, but it's just that he is really doing exactly a reverse what he's teaching in his book. Hmm. With this well, one. that's also too, how long ago was he, did he write that book, though? You know, I mean, he was probably. I, I, I think it's like fifteen years ago. Yeah, so you know, he was still pissed off and and bitter at, at what happened with the band. So I mean, I don't think he still thinks the same though. You think because so? He likes he likes this German guy, yeah. Goethe. He okay. likes Rudolf Steiner. He likes all this. Really pure form, art form. You know, mm. I'm not trying to prove anything. I'm just as 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 for the sake of the argument, yeah. saying this art and materialism because it's an interesting thing regarding yeah. this vice versa, the business plan and that. You know, yeah. Well, maybe Michael Kiske, if you see this show and you see I have Timo Tolki here, you'll come on the Timo Tolki podcast and we can get this straightened out. Yeah, <laughs> I finally get to meet the guy. Yeah, and that too. Um, and Greg, uh, you know, we've had our fair and share of... Yeah, and, yeah I'll, maybe I'll write you. I don't know. As long as you keep your mic off and no breathing into it. But I, got, I, I got to say, say one more thing here. Yeah, Halloween has, has a long career, you know, and everybody knows who they are. Right. And everybody's watching when there's a new album. So what they are doing now is a really good thing for the fans. Of course, yeah. And the I mean, tour is going to be really, really cool. I know that. So they're going to meet the fans and they're going to play the, probably a lot of songs from this. Yeah. I mean, this is this has to be their, their most selling album they've probably ever done. It has to be. There's no way it can't be. It could be, but what is an album these days? I know. I mean, nobody, I, we're talking you know, about today's uh, standards, I guess. Standards, exactly. But, uh, yeah, it's a right, funny... Funny anecdote from Keeper because Tommy Hansen was it Tommy Hansen who produced them for yeah. the Keepers. Mm-hmm. I heard the story when Kiske was doing vocals. Did I tell you this? I'm not Before. sure. It's uh, but he he heard Michael Kiske for the first time, mm-hmm. so he commented his voice that just sound like a Fiat in the morning when it doesn't start. <laughs> you know this. <laughs> and apparently he got so pissed off, Michael, that this guy is still blacklisted or something. I still have PTSD from driving a Fiat as a rent-a-car. Yeah, <laughs> never, never buy an Italian car. 
The most ironic thing my friends ever saw was we were going to see Deadpool when it came out, and I'm driving to the movie theater in my Fiat rent-a-car, and they said, who the hell is blasting white... (coughs) Who the hell is blasting white chapel out of a Fiat? Oh, it's Lou. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's Uh, right. Death porn Fiat's kids. Great mix. (laughs) mm -hmm. But uh, it's great to hear Kiski. He still has his voice and everything. But, like, Greg, uh, we've listened to bands before, and we've even had a guest on the show that has a, a band that has three other singers. And we know how uh, almost uh, it could give you, like, a splitting headache because everybody be singing at the same time. <laughs> yeah, they'd be singing at the same time, and, and on that one, they weren't, like, tonally together. I feel like right. that wasn't thought out all the way right, which yeah. made me worry a little bit about this one but um they really worked well on doing this melodically where it oh, doesn't yeah. give you the splitting headache to what what bothered me on the chorus vocals about this is they're not always in perfect unison right. sometimes one starts a little after the other and that <laughs> was what was bugging me with that it's like okay that kind of detracts from the overall enjoyment of the chorus for me. But that's only on a couple songs. For the most part, I really think they nailed using the three mm-hmm. vocalists where yeah. you can hear all their individual strengths even when they're singing together. And it isn't this giant cacophony of noise of three guys who sing in the same pitch trying to sing over top of each other. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's got to be difficult with three voices. Oh, yes. You know. But, um, yeah, I, I really think they took the time to think that out. Well, when you say when you say well thought, I mean, do you, th- do you think they really thought a lot how this record should be? Or did they just wrote a bunch of songs? What do you think? Well, from the interview I heard yesterday, whoever wrote the songs wrote them for a specific vocalist. Okay. And oh, then, okay, okay. Yeah. So, but if, if it didn't work or they didn't think one of the vocals didn't think it worked with them, then they would, you know, give it to the other one or whatever. Yeah, because there's two ways to do it. I mean, you just write a bunch of songs or you really right. think about it. Right. You know, yeah. you really think about it. So, I mean, it's it impossible was... to say. Right. But, but like you were saying before, you know, with uh, the, the materialism and whatever, there's clearly a, there's a, lot, a lot of dollars or whatever. Made here with, with the tour <laughs> coming up and whatnot. So uh-huh. they, yeah. I, I really think they put a lot of thought in this, but I think they overthought it a little bit with in the fact that some of the bonus tracks are better than a couple of the tracks that made the album. Right. I think they I think they picked a couple longer, complicated songs that don't really mm. work. Specifically, I'm talking about Robot King and Down in the Dumps, which I've mm. noticed certain people love Down in the Dumps, and I don't get why. But um, It's not a bike at some. They, no, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, those two songs kind of feel like they got everything but the kitchen sink thrown in there, and it doesn't really flow the way it should and a couple of the bonus tracks i feel are stronger than them two songs and yeah it feels like they almost went with those because they're so multi-parted but kind of slow this the flow right it's well thought just i probably i'm sure about this actually when the keepers came out these two records they just wrote those songs man i'm sure of that oh yeah i mean they they for sure didn't think, oh, this has to be a Halloween record, you know. Right. I think it just wrote a bunch of songs, and, and what a great record, you know. Yeah, yeah. 
And then, at least for me, if I, if I try to think how the record should be, I will fail for sure. You know? right. I don't nail it for sure. I, and I've never done this. So. But I know it's possible to do, especially in pop music, they do that all, all the time. You mm. know? Because it's, it's a format. It has to be, you know. It has to right, be specific. Yeah. Right. Yeah, pop, you know? <clears throat> pop music, you don't really have to think about. Um, uh-huh. Celio. Yes, look at how many intelligent people <clears throat> like pop music today. Duh. Hello there. I do. I do. <laughs> I do, too. I like this. Yeah. There's some good pop music out there. And Celio, you actually write some pop music. I mean, your, your stuff is pretty poppy, pop rockish. Uh I love classical music and pop music too. I was listening Oasis today. Oh, it's one of here. my favorite bands besides <laughs> Blur. Do you have do, do you have Oasis in your I, collection? I don't have Oasis, but I do have Blur. I like new Coldplay. Yes, for me, Coldplay. I like the higher powers a lot. I mean, at first when I heard it, I thought it sucks. I think it's really clever because it's really, it's really, it gets you. It gets me totally, you know. See, I forget yeah. that sometimes that's the context that people use the word pop music when they're referring to like Coldplay or Oasis right. or oh, yeah, Blur. Like Britney Spears. Well, I, I think Blur is much better than Oasis. I, I mean, I mean, the I context of the it, word. The Killers is very boring for me. Oh. The Killers is, is boring? Now you just start a fight. I agree. It's too dancing, man. It's too dancing. I don't like to dance. I don't either, but I still like the killers. But what is better anyway? I mean, can you really say what's better than something in music? No, it's all subjective. Yeah, right. All... It's also better. I, I always thought if you say you know what's better, it's really arrogant to say that. Then you know what's good and bad, right? Well, well this is Rat Salad Review. We do know what we're talking about. Yeah, well, you don't know what's better. It's better You're the only person that knows. I am. I am yes. the only person. We are your Actually, subject matter experts, bitches. Yeah. For me, for me, blood is better than than always. But for you, it's another opinion. No problem. I respect. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, you know what's blood. Uh, you don't know. What, yes, you do. I mean, I mean, quite I personally, I think all all of the name bands there are terrible. It's a customer. <laughs> I Unless they had the, the Japanese, Commodore. I'm not saying he'd love it. Hey, it's not I would fun. take the Commodores and Tower of Power over that any day of the week, which you guys <laughs> probably don't like. But that's still kind I, of pop music. It's just jazz fusion based. I love the Commodores, and they're actually playing a free concert in my area this summer. So I plan on going to check that out. Of course, Are no you, Lionel Richie, but that's okay. You guys, you, you guys do know that all music is shit except jazz. It's total shit. I well, love, yeah. I'm sure it's not your first time being wrong, Timo. <laughs> yeah. You got it. <laughs> not, the la- not the last. Not the last either. I do like uh, I, Alan Holdsworth's actually my favorite jazz musician, but he's dead now, so eh. he's a very good player. Yes, excellent player. Um, but uh, back to the Halloween thing, uh, Celia. What's some of your favorite songs off of this album that you've had your chance to listen to? Well, my. Go ahead. Uh, for for a start, I don't like it so much "Out of Glory" because it's an ego-free song inside the walls of Jericho. I, I don't like it because it's the same thing. It's very fast, just like "Walls of Jericho" with Michael Kiske's voice, which is nice. 
But I miss it. The the Antidote's voice in the first seven minutes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Skylark. Uh, Skylark, it's the same. It's the Skylark song, song yes. yes. <laughs> I tell you, man, you take any Skylark in Spotify, it's the same song. Yeah, I know. It's terrible. Yes, uh, and uh, my favorite ones, uh, my favorite ones are Fear of the Fun, of course. It's the best song of the album because I saw uh, some influence of Divine Comedy book from Dante Alighieri in, in the lyrics and the lyric video. I just wrote a news, a news report, an article about it, okay. and I saw, saw some Dante Alighieri influence I like in hell parts. I, I love it. This one is my favorite, and Robot King, I love it, Robot King, because uh, this maybe talks about a future uh, dictatorship by a Robot King, which maybe is Severus or, or Hitler. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's something apocalypse. Uh, Robot Hitler. Hitler. <laughs> uh, that's my favorite song, too. And... That's a very interesting. <laughs> Supposedly, that's a. Yes, a I don't know. Uh, the new, the new Mihail Vika style of writing. Uh, I love it. That's just like uh, yeah, Klaus from My God's Given Right. I love this one. It's my favorite. Mm. And another one I like is. Uh, Rise Without Chance. Okay. I think Antidarius is, is the biggest composer in the band because uh, every song he, he writes, uh, it's perfect. He's a great composer. Antidarius, he's he perfect five, uh, composing. He five, five songs from wow. these 12. Yes. Oh. Just, just like the older, the older albums. Mm. I think yeah, what is really this. cool as well that this case, this guy seems to be really united because there was a time when they were doing this uh, what is time before time of the old Master of the Rings. Yeah, there's a song called Mr. Ego. Mm -hmm. You uh, know who that is? That is from that is written for Kiss Cat. Kiss, yeah, yeah. Yes. So it oh, seems. Yes, but it was that was written by by Holland Grapple. Was it? Yes. The okay. one guy who did it. And Darius never had anything uh, uh, against it. It's just about uh, uh, Roland Grapple lyric. And he's not the band anymore. The nice no, guy, no. of course. Um, uh, Celio, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, didn't Darius kind of have a little bit of a problem with <laughs> singing that at first because he didn't want to do a knock against Kiske? I, I don't know. I, read that well, I, I think he doesn't mind because he already sang it. Uh, uh, he already sang all over the albums around, and he is the main writer now. Uh, I think he doesn't no, care no, about. No, I, I mean back it. then when that came out. Uh, Celia, do you know what Greg is asking? He's asking, did I'm not did Dearest have a hard time wanting to sing Mr. Ego so as to not upset? Uh, Kiske or any old school Halloween fans with that song? It's a question. Oh, I was thinking uh, about who was pissed off. I don't know who. Supposedly, the fans. Yeah, it was supposed about Kiske, but yeah. it wasn't you written by by Andy Darius. No, no. All right, let's just move on. I think. They, <laughs> I, I guess Darius had no, no problem. No, but nobody, nobody cares. They were. I think. They no, were no, 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 no. Fights. I think there were huge fights after this uh, chameleon. 
record, you know. Yeah, yeah. Which was a flop. It was a huge flop because EMI, this big, big record label, and it, it failed. And I think there were a lot of fights. And then they got Andy Derrison, who was in a called Pink Cream 69, a German band. You know, and they got him in. He's totally different kind of a singer. Yeah. And then they come up with this mass of rings, which was a really big hit, you know. And yeah. I think they really nailed it. I think it's a great record, actually. So yeah. they did very well, because it's really difficult for anybody after Kiss to do anything. You know? Right, yeah, especially a change of singer like, he, like they did, you know. Exactly. I, I, just, uh, I just saw another interview from Michael Kiske. He said that there is saved Halloween from that time. Right, yeah. Even Kiske yeah. said that. Right. Okay. And you see, uh, if if Kiske said that, so it's okay. I agree mm -hmm. with Kiske. <laughs> and let's put one rumor to bed. That's Michael Kiske was about. never up for the lead vocalist spot in Iron Maiden after Bruce Dickinson quit. So let's just get that out there right now. <laughs> it never happened, people. I, I think yes. they were in the same management. They were in, in, in the, oh, Rod in, Smallwood? Yep. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Ah, okay. That's why. I, I don't think they were not ever considering him because he's a German guy and you cannot have a German guy in British band. I mean, come on. Right. Ah, which is no. probably the reason why Ralph Schipper yeah, is never course, going through this Of course, Shivy Harris yeah. wouldn't let a German singing in, in a British band, of course. Yeah. No, Rod, Rod <laughs> talked about it in, in, a, uh, in an interview before. It was just a rumor that got started because people saw Michael and Iron Maiden were both on his management roster. There's yeah. absolutely no truth to it at all. They toured uh, together. I saw yep. them many times together on Seventh Sunday for Seventh Sunday. I saw that yeah. gig. I mean, you know, eighty-eight Donington tour. Yeah, right. So of course, but, one plus one is four. So they think about this. I think it's funny though that Celia just mentioned a German guy singing in a British band. What about Pink Cream '69? It's a British guy, David Redman, singing in a German band. Yeah, yeah that that way it's okay. <laughs> okay, all right, we'll accept <laughs> so that. So it's okay. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I don't think so. It's better in this way. Yeah. But uh, the, the really good songs I had, the ones that I, I think are the best ones, uh, Mass Pollution is probably my favorite song over here. I think that's the, the most Halloween-sounding song in this whole thing. Very catchy and very melodic in there. Um, Fear of the Fall, uh, that's another one of my favorites, probably my second favorite. Um, Indestructible is okay. Uh, obviously, Skyfall. I, I don't like... I mean, the edited version is okay, but the... the to get the the full effect of the whole song, the original song is to listen to the 13 minute song. I think that's a lot better. You just really like hearing Hanson say "Hey, little alien." That's what you like. That is no, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> they could have got rid of that. <laughs> but uh, and also too, um, Sasha Gerstner sings a part in one of these songs. I can't remember which one it is. I think it's "Best Time." Yes, he co-wrote. He co-wrote that with Terrace. Yeah. So he's actually singing on that one. Um, yes, he's I think, singing. Yeah, I, I think Kai Hansen was supposed to do it, but then uh, Sasha sang it, and, and the producers liked the, the way it sounded with Sasha, so they kept it in there. And he comes from a band called Freedom Call. So. Yes, he did. Yeah. And then he has his own band now. What's it called? Uh, Seal, uh, uh, pa um, oh, crap. What the hell's the name of that band? Ballast. Ballast. Yep. And that, that is, that's pop music. Right, that's like a like kind of synth, synth pop. Uh, synth, synth, synth pop. Yeah. Synth pop. rock. Yeah, it's not too bad. Synth pop. Good. You mean like, uh, you know, Frankie goes to Hollywood. 
I was thinking uh, more erasure. Depe- Depeche Mode. <laughs> Depeche Mode. <laughs> Although, yeah, I did song. like uh, I did like Chris Amat's, uh formerly of Arch Enemy, his last solo album, which is more electronic pop music. It was pretty good. Oh, I never heard of it. But uh, Out for the Glory, yeah, I, I think that song, it's a cool opener, but the uh, the, the chorus kind of lets it down a little bit. You know, I think it's not put together like all the other, like uh, Eagle Fly Free or even like Ride the Sky. I mean, it does, like Celio said, you, you do have that mix. Whoops, sorry. You do have that mix of those few songs in there, but the chorus don't deliver for me. The modulation in that song with the chorus was a little odd. It took some getting used to, but right. I didn't mind it after a while. Yeah. But otherwise, you know, the, you know what? Go ahead. The interesting, interesting fact about Kiska and Vaikov was that they were real enemies at some point. Right, you know, yeah. Real enemies. So they really hated each other's guts. So then finally they met, you know, after like 10 years or so, out of coincidence, when Unison was playing the same festival. Yeah. So they met actually face to face by mm-hmm. accident, yeah. and this kind of was one of the things that allows this Halloween to happen that they actually talked. Yeah, yeah. Supposedly, Whitecat said yeah, something yeah. like, "You know what? What can I do? For, or what did I do to you? You, you can't forgive me, or something like exactly. that." And, uh, yeah, exactly. 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 But so, it opened things up. Well, I think but, it's very big of Whitey to have done that. You know. It's it's like being you know in the kids you know kids are in the same band. I mean these are all kids. Right. We are all kids. Yeah. All musicians are kids basically. Right. And the stupid fights for whatever the reason, you know, it's just whatever it has been, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, when you you know you were doing Stradivarius when you were younger, and I, the the other yeah. members that you worked with, you know, they probably some of them <laughs> probably got uh, a little big headed or whatever being in there, yeah. you know. Huge Stradivarius band, and I tried did. To... I know I did. So. <laughs> yeah, I know that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you mean me? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I was the only one. But... No, I'm sure you weren't. Yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, so, I mean, so in all, it, it's a good album. I, I just I was hoping for a little bit better, um, I, just more catchier songs, more maybe to not be so busy with the songs i think some of them really just really have too much stuff going on in them and uh like i said those bonus tracks i think they're a little bit more stripped down and i was hoping it to be a little bit more stripped down like those bonus songs were mm-hmm. you know but otherwise I'm, I'm glad that this album's here and maybe the next album might be a little bit better i don't know i think when they tour this and then you know they see the fans i think right it, i, I think don't think so no why what? I don't think the next album gonna be better. I think so. I, I think I think this I is like so. the the you know they're getting used to being with each other again. Mm-hmm. So now they they'll do this album, they'll go on tour again, and then they'll be more comfortable with each other. And the next album, Kiski might write a song, Kai might write maybe a second song. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, you know, they did I, a very long tour for the Pumpkins United. Yeah, they it was did. Like a year or something. So yeah, I think it was almost they, or, two years, they yeah. already know how it's gonna be. Yeah. You know. But now, getting back together, writing actual music together, I think now right. they'll be more comfortable with that next. Album. There's also, I think, Tobias Summit has to be given credit to get Kiske back to metal because he right. he really took him with Avantasia because I can see from the records here that in 2006, 8 was this passed in different ways, which is Halloween acoustic album, I guess. Yeah. And after that, it's only Avantasia, actually. Right, yeah. Before Unisonic. So. Yeah, if it wasn't for him, I don't think he would have got back. Exactly. That's why he, he didn't use his real name when he did the uh, application. Yeah, I was just about to ask that. Yeah, he called himself Ernie, his brother's name. 
Everybody knows it was him, of course. And yeah, he of knew course. It too. Yeah. I think it was more a joke. Yeah, no, it was, yeah. Uh, Lou, I haven't asked you, what's your favorite songs of the uh, the new album? Well, um, here's the funny thing. Um, I thought that this is the first time that <laughs> Fuck, every time I talk, something's going on. <laughs> the, this is the first time gonna, where I actually I'm going to blow that... balloons while you do while you talk. Hold on. <laughs> oh, we lost Craig again. No, he's delayed. Just hit the... Uh... All right. So this is actually the first time where I thought that the full that the full length album outshined any of the bonus tracks. Um, and by the bonus tracks, I mean Golden Times and Save My Hide. I thought they were good. I thought Michael sang great on Golden Times. I thought Save My Hide was okay, but I thought the songs on the full length were better than that. However, Pumpkins United, which is I think a Japanese bonus track, which was the single before the Pumpkins United tour, love that song. And We Are Real, um, probably the most anthemic song I thought they ever wrote, and I loved it. I haven't heard it But yet. in terms, sorry? I have not gotten to hear, hear that song yet. I, I, I watched it slash listened to it on YouTube because it wasn't on the uh, iTunes release. Yeah. Um, iTunes. Yeah. Yes, iTunes. I don't steal music. I purchase it or you know, I try to buy physical I media. somebody does. <laughs> I have ethics, sir. <laughs> right. Um, but you know, I I can't say that I hate any of the songs on the on on this album because I love them the same way I do "Time of the Oath" and uh, "Walls of Jericho." So I'll, I'll just accentuate the songs that I do love. My favorite song on the album, probably an album cut that they'll never play live, but I thought the lyrics were direct and effective, and the vocal harmonies were killer. And I have to give the credit to Dearest. It's "Cyanide." That's actually my favorite oh, song on the wow. album. Interesting. And, um, you know, Orbit's not really a song. It's a segue between, you know, the end of one song to the beginning of the other. But I thought it was one of the best ones that they ever did, leading into Skyfall. Skyfall is a killer song. Um, mass Pollution? <laughs> I actually made a joke about this one. I said, it sounds like Andy is saying, fuck you, Kiske. You will not upstage me. You will soar. <laughs> I will roar. <laughs> and uh, it's probably one of my favorite choruses from Halloween. Um, I actually could have heard this on Better Than Raw. I thought it would have fit well yeah. on that one, too. Um, I mean, I really can't say anything bad about it. Fear of the Fallen, I would say, would be my third favorite on the album. Um, Wayne, even though, you know, we just discussed Out for the Glory, um, I loved it. I thought it was a modern-day Halloween's take on Keeper's One with hints of walls. Um, I thought it was a great way to open up the album. And, again, emphasizing that I think this album is the best Kiss Case ever sounded. Just happy to have him back, but more stoked to have Kai Hansen back with the three-guitar team with Wycath and Sasha. And uh, to hear Danny's playing on Ingo's kit, um, probably the most organic his drums ever sounded. Mm. And, uh, you know, again... Uh, having Charlie and Dennis producing and mixing the thing, I don't know, Ooh. just made for a perfect album. I, Just my opinion. I, I'm probably in the minority, and I'm okay with that, but um, that's my uh, that's my opinion. I'm sticking to it. Cool. Greg, I, I, what's that, Timo? I just can see that from the Unisonic thing uh, in this first album, um, Hansen wrote eight songs. Oh, and Kiss Unisonic. Yeah. Yes, and, and Kiss Carol too, I can yeah. see. So, just, you know, interesting. 
Okay. Regarding this dynamics, whatever is going on there. Maybe really, Kiski doesn't like the right lyrics. I don't know. No, no, he wrote two songs. Yeah. Complete songs. Oh, complete songs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Probably uh, for this album, he he maybe wanted to take more of a back seat and just kind of like let it roll organically and see where, you know, he could just concentrate on his performance more than his songwriting. Because, you know, I mean, let's just face facts. He's the old guard coming back to join the new guard. So he's, you know, probably just staying um, reserved for that reason. But whatever his reasons are, I don't know. It didn't hurt the album, in my opinion. He did write solo records, though. I mean, full records, full albums. So, you know, he can write songs. Maybe we'll get those answers if, Michael Kiske, you come on the Team Mm -hmm. Otoki podcast. Yeah. Maybe he comes because I think he has to, now he has to say something. If if somebody sees this, you know, I think so. That's right. That's one of my thoughts. Of course, of course, Michael Kiske is a great songwriter, too. But for this style of this album, at this moment, maybe he didn't want. I Michelle, Rouse, get on the Skype. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe see to me when I heard started listening to this album when it first started, it seems a little bit out of his um, not his range, but out of his kind of style in a way. Because Halloween's gotten a lot more progressive since he's been in the band. You know, it's gotten a lot heavier, a lot more progressive sounding than he's been. In. So I don't know. It was, it's just kind of like a, a weird little thing to have him back, but. It works. That's why I say I, I have better hope for the next album. Yeah. But, but uh, Greg, some of your favorite songs off of this? I don't think you mentioned uh, it. Sure. I can tell you all five of the ones I genuinely like. <laughs> uh, Out for the Glory. I like that song a lot. Uh, I feel pretty much the same way Lou does with it. Fear of the Fallen. Mass Pollution is great. That also reminded me of Better Than Raw. And then Cyanide, Orbit, and Skyfall. Best tracks on it. All right, cool. Yeah, there's a lot of mix of like every era of Halloween is on this whole album. You know, it's 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 thrown in there, even if it's exactly. And once you know, again, yeah. Greg and I are in agreement. That's awesome. Yep, you you just like the album as a whole better than I do. <laughs> that that's fine. But we we called out the songs that we did like. I think four out of five of them. Was <laughs> yeah, no, it's a good album. Timo, you want to add anything else? Yeah, who who you guys think killed Kennedy? Oh man, um, <laughs> uh, it was that guy in the grassy knoll. Actually, not he wasn't. No, Lee Harvey Oswald. Lee Harvey Oswald. That's that's biggest bullshit I've ever heard. Who do you think it was? Jack Ruby. Was, was it his wife? Did his wife kill him? It was a guy from a manhole from below. Oh, I've heard that theory as well. Yeah, it, it's not a theory; it's a fact. I know. I, I've heard that. Yeah, but it's just a joke. I mean, I have nothing to add. Yeah, I think. No. Okay. I think. I think that <laughs> it's just a very dear subject for me, especially when I have Americans. Here. You should. You know what you should do is write an album about it. Ah, bullshit! But nobody Come cares. Dangerous. Maybe we already wrote a song. Maybe we, we should you write a book about it, Simo. Should you about it? Write a book about it. Right. There's been like a million books already about it. There's never been an album about it. Everybody knows yes. it wasn't awesome. Yeah, no, what, what's, no, no, what's the Saburi film? What's that? And you know, how can it, well, this is not music now. Well, yeah, I, I, wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't disagreeing with you anyway. It was just weighing. What should I say about this record? I can't. Re- I don't, I'm not good at yeah. remembering shit. You know that. Yeah, you know, 
I, I just think that you know it's um, it's it's a good melodic metal album. That's that's it. You know, this yeah. this doesn't have to be analyzed more than this. You know, it's they did what they were set out to do. I think. Yeah, I think know. so. Yep. Being good Germans, they did. You know, I they don't want to say this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Celio, Celio, you want to add anything else? I feel like I didn't have you. Well, uh, it, it's okay. It's nice to 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 stay here, and I love the the live stream. That's one of the best Halloween albums ever made. Yeah. It's not the best one, but it's one of the best. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, no problem. Let's wait for uh, the next one. <laughs> if yeah, I think it's just so. Maybe you should uh, after after the tour. Yeah. Uh, maybe you should, you should make a live stream in this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, live stream concerts this year and like okay. a night of each what is yeah, that live, live, live yeah a lot of bands have done live stream shows yeah and online and shows yeah 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 mm-hmm. Gamma, actually I think Gamma Ray the, did one I think this album can become a classic after some years let's let, let's wait about five years and let's talk again about it I don't yeah. know why should, why should they do live stream when they go on the real tour well, I'm not talking about now, but you know, but when nobody was going out and doing any tours, a lot I mean, more should fans. have done. Okay, should have done. Okay, should, yeah, should have, have done. done yeah. yeah, I think so too. But they, I mean, the Nightwish did here like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, a lot and of bands. They had like, they had like thirty-five thousand people. Wow, that's a great idea, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what now everything's everything's starting to open up now, so you know we should be all right now. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be. With the vaccinations and stuff. Yeah, we'll, we'll see what if happens. If you want to get the 5G chip on your shoulder, <laughs> monitoring you everywhere. <laughs> it's a lot of bullshit, of course. Yes, we're not getting to that on the show. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no complaints yet. I've worked my way up to 3G so far. Well, he's, from, he's from Brazil. Here? So in I, Brazil, I want this. That's in, it. in Brazil, Brazil. It's, the worst, it's the worst place to be in this moment. You know? yeah. and nobody cares about it. Nobody cares about the coronavirus here. Really? I mean, they're only crazy one here. Who cares about it? <laughs> yes. Uh, and nobody cares about it on the Halloween podcast either. Lou, where can we find your, your podcast? Uh, you can check me out over at musicislifepodcast.com and exclusively on the Side Review Network. And uh, <clears throat> if I could just say one thing to Timo before I give it back to you, Wayne. Yeah. Uh, sir, it was awesome to be able to play uh, on Hunting High and Low with Wayne. And uh, I hope I don't butcher this. If I do, I apologize. I just want to say, on Mukava Tavata Kitos Musikista. Okay, Ola Huva. What is, I don't what think is that, I. Uh, uh, sorry, I the, forgot to what say is, what something. Is the about hold on a second. Hold on a second. What is the Mu- website? Of- music is musiciclifepodcast.com. That's fucking nice. Boring. And basically, <laughs> what I and what I said to him was, it is nice to meet you. Thank you for the music. Yeah, yeah, he said in Finnish. Another thing I forgot to say about Brazil. Uh, we we have a monkey as a country president. A monkey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bolsonaro is a monkey. It's terrible. <laughs> it's oh it's your website. No. What? That's, <laughs> That's not my website. Web- this is, is not my website. Musiciclifepodcast.com. Uh, music uh, life. Yeah, life. What the hell did you put yeah, what did you do? Music is wife? <laughs> Music is live. No, not live. Life. Anyway, someone should really teach that. Music is life. Safety dance. 
<laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh, yes, and oh, then you can what? Personal loans. Request a loan from five hundred to five thousand for any reason. I guess it's not this one either. Wayne, it's not that one either. Wayne sent <laughs> Wayne sent yeah. him on my website before he gets a hit from a prince from Nigeria who wants to give him one million dollars, please. It's like new offers. Use this it? is your website. Is it's not my no. site. Podcast. This is not a porno site, okay? No, I don't no, think it's no. a porno site. You, you, Wayne, you have. I put it in the chat there. There it is. Okay, I will. I will check it out. Musicislikepodcast.com, and then also Thanks. you can go to ratsoundreview.com, where you could actually. I don't know if I have a link to your website on there. I'll have to put one on there, Lou. Make it easy. And yeah, I'm gonna get to you. Where can we find your? Oh. <laughs> Too late. Go ahead. Sorry. com. All right. And uh, please subscribe to Celio's YouTube channel. He wants the subscribers, so subscribe. And don't All forget, right. on Facebook, Greg has raffles for his record and CD collection, so buy some. Yep, wicked sweet vinyl waffles. Join. Any, anything cool coming up? You got to be sold? Uh, accepts up now. Three, three records. I'm a rebel. The first one and balls to the wall. I've got to clean some stuff and then probably some hair and thrash metal come out because everyone's asking for hair metal right now because it's summer. All what is hair know. metal? Yeah, uh, <laughs> Shit like, like poison. Poison. Oh, you do that stuff. Hey, people want to buy it. I mean, I only got to listen to it once to grade it. So how about art and materialism, my friend? I, I wouldn't call it art, but if people want to spend their money on it, I'll take it just as much as the next. Wow, that was a really bad. I wouldn't call it art. Play my rap. Yeah, I, I, didn't mean that. That. I didn't mean that, but okay. Yeah. Uh, and also, my band, go buy my CD. It's Timo Totally Approved. ProjectResurrect.bandcamp.com. Yes. Yeah, Very nice. Timo I put it to my good. Facebook when I finally unbanned in three days. <laughs> and because I have this thing, you look at this thing, it's a what is that restricting account? What is, why? Uh, because I put James Johnson's yeah, that's box sucks. Right, oh. yeah. <laughs> it's funny thing because Facebook started, you know, you know how it started as, as a chakra rating girls from one star to five. That's yeah. how they started. Oh, yeah, yeah. so and it was now, his own personal Tinder, yeah, exactly. And, and now. now because I'm, what the, what the fuck do they say? Why? They don't tell you why. Nudity or sexual activity. <laughs> I can actually just, you know, this is this is the this is a photo. Is it? Oh, it, it kind of went away. I can't see it. Got to move it over to the other side. It's Jens Johansson's ass. And and they sent you do for that. That's ridiculous. Yeah, they did that. <clears throat> But just to know that the original Facebook was to, to rate girls. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and, and now look at it. Uh, Timo, what do you got going on? I know you got your new Avalon album. It's out. Yeah, sort of. Sort of out. Yeah, it's out, I guess. Well, I'm writing, <laughs> I'm writing songs. Oh, and, and, and I just heard uh, the, the songs that you demoed with your Infinite Visions thing, you, you gave them to another band. Yeah, I did. Because oh. I, did, I didn't want to use the same songs. I want to write no. fresh fresh new songs like Halloween did. Yeah. So I'm going to 
really think not. You know? <laughs> I'm going to do this Max Martin Star Wars power metal album, you know, kind of thing. Okay. It's going to be Star Wars in there, in, in, the, in the way that Def Leppard did with Hysteria. They, they, they said, Matt Lang said, we got to do Star Wars, you know. Yeah. And I love Star Wars, so, you know, I got to do Star Wars now. All right, I hope so. It's just the most important record of my whole career. Nothing less than that. I, <laughs> I hope you know? so. Can we make yeah, a good think, album? Yeah, thank you. I think it's, it's just a little bit difficult to make because the bar is so high. Yeah. I know. I, I know. Where do you go from here, really? You know. Exactly. It's I'm going to go there, though. I'm going to get there, but just a little resistance now. Okay. You know. All right. And then uh, me and Timo will be making an album soon together at some point, right? Why not? Yeah. When when you finally meet. Uh, uh, what about the, like... the the new solo album? Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. It's I'm writing good. songs for that. And there's going to be Latin American tour. In September, October, so August to I think nice. third. Nice. Come third. to Brazil. Nobody comes there, man. No. <laughs> oh my gosh, let's fix that with vaccination, maybe. No, we are, we are coming, coming to Rio de Janeiro. We are, we are coming there in March, next March. Nice. It's going to be like thirty gigs, and I think there's going to be also New York, Los Angeles, and and what else? Pittsburgh. I don't know. All right. Well, hopefully, if you, get to New York, if you get to New York, me and Lou are coming, right, Lou? Yeah, sure. Yes, we will. You, guys, you, you still have this BB Kings? No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. BB Kings is gone now, unfortunately. I see. We played there. I remember it was cool. I, I played there when I was in a Rush tribute band. It was a great night. Oh yeah. I went to see. I went to see the Dakota because I love John Lennon. I had to see them. Mm. And also the park. You know, it has a park next to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. Yeah. So I don't know what the hell's open now. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going mm. on. Is um, it really? How is the state doing? Is it open now? Everything's open, right? Everything's open. Right. Everything is open. Yeah, and... concert concerts are back. The Foo Fighters just played Madison Square Garden, and Jones really? Beach is yes, Jones Beach is um, mm. playing a bunch of shows this year. Um, Billy Joel is back to doing his residency this fall. So okay. yeah, you know, concerts are back. Very nice. We need that now. Yeah, yeah, we need Billy Joel back. <laughs> I love Billy Joel. <laughs> I mean, yeah, here right, it's right. the same. Also here in Finland, it's the same. I mean, they are opening up now. Oh. All the stuff concerts. What I don't hear him. Greg, so you're, you're muted. You're, you're on mute, Greg. <laughs> you muted yourself. There you go. Billy Joel sucks. <laughs> and on that note we will see you guys next week and actually I got a surprise I got an interview with Danny Lobel so he will be on next week sounds cool right that's right look how excited Lou is so I will see you then oh yeah He's... who's that the, the drummer, drummer from, from Halloween. Halloween oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah. see you guys later now no, no, I know okay okay okay, okay. goodbye bye bye uh, see ya
What?